You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our current sponsors, uh, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. As you well know, if you've been following This is Oklahoma, they've been a huge part of this podcast. So this podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram. For daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. Also, for the podcast, a new sponsor this year that's just come on board and super excited to announce RCB Bank. Since 1936, RCB Bank has offered progressive products and a friendly service. Come in today to find out more about their loan promotion on new used refinance cars, boats, campers, and ATVs. Visit RCB Bank to learn more. RCB Bank, that's my bank, with approved credit restrictions apply. Now, let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike and here, your host, back with another episode down at the Bedford studio today uh, with return guest. I mean, like we were just talking about just before recording, ep- I'm, I don't know what we're at. today. Currently, today, we're at episode 298. We're out today. So this has got a little later. Well in the 300s. Uh, but we recorded together with Brownie episode number four. People listening probably haven't even heard that episode, so I'll link it below. <laughs> but for people who don't know my guest today, you probably don't like soccer very much. But in Oklahoma City, uh, my guest is an energy legend. The Beard is a legend. Lorendi's Legends is your was your t- was your little kid's team's name, wasn't it? Yes. Um, Cody, mate, thanks for coming on the podcast and, and coming in to talk about your new transition. Of course, and uh, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, excited to, I mean, you know, talk about, like, obviously your career and, and everything that happened at Oklahoma City and Puerto Rico and stuff like that. Of course. But uh, I guess for people who don't know your background, um, you know, let's, let's set some context. Who are you? What do you do? And uh, how do you get to, to Oklahoma City? Yes. Well, my name is Cody Lorendi. Um, born and raised in Melbourne, Florida. Parents originally from Long Island, New York. Uh, growing up, played all the sports baseball, basketball, football, American soccer, or American football, excuse mm-hmm. me, and, and soccer. And soccer was the one that stuck. Um, played American football in high school. Initially was planning on playing in college, but uh, once I received my first soccer offer, yeah. decided to, to go full speed ahead with that. Um, spent uh, one year of junior, uh, at junior college, and then uh, shortly after that turned pro. Okay. Um, quick then. Quick. quick. Yeah, this was in 2006, 2007. Um, moved on uh, from the U.S., moved over to uh, to Belgium. Mm-hmm. I was over in Belgium for about two and a half years playing. Um, and that that experience was, was unique in itself um, because coming from Florida, I've never even experienced a proper winter. Right. Right. Uh, much less a different language, different monetary system. Well, and like, you're a kid at this point, too, And I'm right? a kid. Yeah. And I'm a kid. But uh, I really attribute that experience to um, helping with my mentality of, do I, do I like the idea of being a professional mm-hmm. or do I really want to pursue this as a, as a career? Because there is a difference. There's a big difference. Um, you're, you're away from family. You're missing holidays. You're missing birthdays. Um, at that time, you know, your peers are in regular university and they're, right. you know, going out on the weekends and having going a through, great time, having a great time, yeah. you know, and all those things go through, went through my mind at least. And mm-hmm. am I, am I missing out? 
uh, and then you know you kind of take a step back and and I know this is a, this is a fairly good example, funny example, but I literally had the internal dialogue with myself standing under the Eiffel Tower in Paris after watching PSG play yeah. in a Europa League game, thinking to myself, I'm not missing out on anything. In fact, no. I'm gaining. Yeah. I'm gaining in life experience, uh, developing relationships with, with people that I would have never come across had it not been for sport. Um, so, so I, like I said, I attribute that, uh, that portion of my life, uh, you know, the 19, 20, 21 year, year, yeah. years, uh, to be extremely influential in into how I continued on playing, mm-hmm. so spent my time in Belgium and and like you met like you mentioned uh, John Brown yeah. and I actually were like as I say ships in the night. I w- I left Belgium and he he showed up to play, so we actually played on the same team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just in different years. So crazy, isn't it? it really is. Uh, why goal? I don't know if we touched this in the last. Yeah. Time. I'm sure we did. It's so long ago. Yeah. Why goalkeeping? Because like and, yeah. and also like I guess why soccer over over American football because like I guess, you know you're 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 a goalkeeper right you're yeah. you're not a small human being right so football you know they're not very very large human beings but right. as a kid were you that were you a bigger kid as well I wasn't necessarily a bigger kid uh, I think in high school I, I think senior year I was maybe six one hundred eighty five okay. pounds so yeah. I wasn't so not 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 like nothing out of the norm correct yeah correct honestly the goalkeeper position. Um, piqued my interest strictly because I didn't think I was going to make the high school team as a field player. Okay. And they, they, there was a need. Yeah. There was a need for a goal. No one wanted to go no goals. No one to go, go yeah. goal. So okay. I said, you know what? I'll do it. Yeah. Now, growing up, I had played goalkeeper, um, you know, sporadically. Sure. Right? Yeah. It, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't as if I've grown up wanting to be a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be a soccer player. But I was always, always played on the field. So yeah. I, I genuinely did not think I was going to make the high school team. And... Uh, I said, you know what? They need a goalie, so I'll yeah. go out and be goalie. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and I mean, obviously, turned into something great. And yeah, you, it worked you know, out. You, you turn, you turn pro early. Uh, why, why turn pro early? What was the decision to do it that soon? Well, at that point, the school that I went to, uh, South Georgia College, it was a two-year university, uh-huh. and I had, like I said, I'd always wanted to be a professional. There was not a single player that had gone to that school that had turned pro- professional. Sure. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I freshman year is the first real taste of any freedom that I mm-hmm. had. I was not uh, a good student. I was not, you know, I, I was not focused. I was not. But then again, at 18 years of age, who is? Who is? Yeah. Who is? So, you know, I part of it was okay. Well, is this the path that is going to get me to mm-hmm. the end goal? And part of it was my own, you know, boneheaded mistakes. That said, you know what? All right, this is an experience. Chalk it up for what it is, but yeah. I'm I'm not returning. Learn from it. I learned from it, and and I think it's important to 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 note that when I came back from school, I had to I got a regular nine to five, right? I was working as a yeah. as the I say low go, low guy on the totem pole at an architectural firm. Yeah. And hey, Cody, go do this. Go make this copy. Go get us coffee. There's a paper delivery in the back, and, and oh, they talk yeah. about you paper deliveries. They're, yeah. they're, they're the ones you got to throw over the shoulder because they're they weigh a hundred pounds. Draw, right? Architectural drawings, uh, correct? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or uh, you know, hey, it's four four forty five. You're supposed to get off at five p.m. Right. Hey, we need seventy copies of these blueprints by tomorrow morning. And then it's like, yeah. okay, uh, I guess you know, uh, guess I'm staying guess late. I'm staying late. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. You want to talk about another influential experience? At that young age, I thought to myself, "This is not my life's trajectory, right?" So, 
I did everything in my power to to make sure I was you know fit, mm-hmm. I was focused, you know, while I was making a little bit of money, um, but it was something that I was not passionate about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So spent a spent a little bit of time there. I'd say about six months, and then through a connection that I had made growing up in the state of Florida, um, ex uh, ex England international, mm-hmm. um, put me in contact with a gentleman, English gentleman, who purchased a club in Belgium. Okay. The whole goal of the club was to be um, a, a residency of sorts for players from North America yeah. to come over to continue to study. So we were yeah. over there on student visas, all the while waiting the three-year time period it takes in Belgium to receive uh, EU status. Okay. So to receive a dual passport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then once you were, were to receive that passport, then options open up massively. Sure. So right. like a kind of a feeder club, exactly. but, but a different way of doing Correct. it, right? Because usually it's not nothing to do with visas. It's just come in, we generate a bunch of players, and then we'll exactly. send you off. Exactly. That's a really neat way of doing things. It really was. And uh, there's U.S. soccer has been known for its residency, uh, you, you know, for years. Mm-hmm. And that's down at IMG. And I know you're familiar with IMG. Yeah, yeah. All the bells and whistles, right? It's, it's top of the top yeah. class, right? This was like... An entry level, got you. It, it, that might be being a little generous, but it's kind of the same. Same, the same concept. concept. We all, we yeah. you know, live with one another. Yeah, share meals together. You know, either training in the morning, going to school at night, or vice yeah. versa. So you effectively did kind of have a college time, but it was during with the goal of going professional. Correct. Like the, Correct. That has been so much fun. It really was. Right. It, it really totally was totally different. Out of like nervous at first. Of course. Nervous at first. What am I what the heck am I doing? Yeah. You know, I'm this far away from home. I remember the first time I ever took public transportation was taking the train from the Brussels airport yeah. and going in the complete wrong direction. <laughs> right? So I just got on the train thinking, Oh yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Thank God the the, the train conductor, you know, uh, spoke English. Yeah. Said, Listen, this is where you need to go. Stay on this train, get off here, hop back on this one. Yeah. I was, uh, I was freaking, freaking out, out. Yeah, freaking yeah, out, yeah, yeah. you know, and then I'm calling my parents, you know, right. and I eventually got there and, and got settled. And at first that those thoughts went through my mind, hey, what the heck am I doing yeah. here? But then you're surrounded by like-minded individuals, right. right? So you're, you're undoubtedly going to get better at, mm-hmm. at, at what you're there to yeah. do. Um, and day in and day out, you know, guys, could bring the best out of you, yeah. you know? And all the while, like, the, the football part of it was awesome, but, like, the camaraderie stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Sitting in the, uh, you know, it would it would freeze. It would freeze there, right? And we were, our, our home was heated by a gas, uh, by, by diesel fuel, yeah. right? And if the diesel f- fuel ran out, it would take a day or two to get, get a new delivery of diesel fuel to come in. So we'd be sitting in the, in the kitchen, you know, <laughs> around the laptops with the big parkas on freezing, you know, we got pictures to this day of, uh, me of back this to stuff. Florida now. But, yes, exactly. But <laughs> things like that, were, and I didn't care at the right, time. I was yeah, just like, yeah. you know, this is, this is, this is incredible. Um, but things like that you remember going on trips with the guys. We would play. We'd play in Germany. We'd play in in, in Belgium. Um, I want to say we played in France a couple times. We yeah, went yeah. to the. We went to a preseason tournament in in, in the UK. Um, you know, we took the. We took a, a ferry across. Yeah. Uh, was it the Cliffs of Dover? Mm-hmm. Is where we uh, White Cliffs. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we played a tournament over there. So in terms of uh, 
just world experience. Uh, that was yeah. something that was... It's like a melting pot, isn't it? Melting People coming from all over. Exactly. And so awesome. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So then you came back to the States after playing there? So after after playing, playing there, I, I came back after two and a half years. I was at home, was unable, I was planning on going back for a third year sure. to Belgium, was unable to obtain a new work visa, uh, student visa. Yeah. Um, so, so through that same connection that helped me get to Belgium, um, put me, uh, put, at least put in his, uh, opinion of mm-hmm. me to a coach for the Puerto Rico Islanders. Yeah. The Puerto Rico Islanders at the time were one of the best clubs in the CONCACAF region. They had just came off, and this is in 2009, yeah. come off losing to, uh, Cruz Azul. Uh, the Mexican team uh-huh. down in Mexico in penalty kicks Jeez. to so, go to the final, yeah. right? So they're a big time they're club. Big time, yeah. So they're doing a um, an open tryout, mm-hmm. open tryout in uh, in Orlando, so not too far away from Melbourne. So literally, yeah, pay, yeah. pay your dues, right? So I pay my hundred and fifty dollar, you know, uh, registration fee and uh, go out there for two days and yeah. Did well enough to get invited into preseason. Still didn't have a guarantee. Right, but right? you got an opportunity. But got an opportunity, right? So that opportunity comes, and uh, and you know, over the next month, you know, two a day sessions and playing yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, and I earned myself uh, a contract there. Right. Spent uh, three years there. Okay. Mostly as a backup, um, but like I had said prior, you know, they they were a team that competed in the um, Concacaf Champions League, uh-huh. so. You want to talk about being in the shop window. Right. It was a great experience, great opportunity to go play teams like the LA Galaxy, to play Olympia, FAS, right. uh, Toluca down in Mexico. So all these great experiences, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, again, they, they kind of just continue to pile up on, on one another. Um, unfortunately, that team folds. Yeah. That team folds, I find out, right before Christmas 2012. 2013 rolls around go in on trial mm-hmm. with the Fort Lauderdale Strikers. I um, earned a contract, but full disclosure, I under contract, the contract was worth $500 a yeah. month yeah. before taxes. Yeah. And they took care of housing, but housing was living at a Holiday Inn. So <laughs> nice. you want to talk about what it takes to just stay in, in the game. Right. right? Yeah. You know, that's a talk about a crossroads that a lot of people face and they say, you know, it's not worth it. Yeah. At that point, you know, still young, single, willing to bet on myself. I took it. Yeah. And I said, I'm staying, I'll stay in the game. So, uh, came in as backup, had an opportunity to start and 30 minutes into to that game, uh, ruptured my kidney. Oh, jeez. Yeah. How'd so, that happen? So, uh, collect, you know, Collegi- f- collision, f- with someone? collision with the ball, uh, yeah. going for, for the ball 50, 50 and I uh, took a knee right oh, into the, wow. into the back. So that, that rupture kept me out. I, I want to say I had like three surgeries. Yeah. I had the, uh, what's called the nephrostomy tube coming out of my back. Lovely. Yeah. So it was not fun. Rough. I, I, w- I do not wish that experience on my worst enemy Yeah. because it was brutal. It was brutal. Um, totally life-changing in the sense of can't go work out. Right. Can't. You can't do anything. Right. What yeah. you're accustomed to, the, the fit lifestyle you're accustomed yeah. to, you know, so you, you kind of have to, you know, you, uh, a lot of alone time. Yeah. A lot of alone time. At least, you know, it happened in the state of Florida and not abroad. My right. parents were two hours away. So, yeah. so, uh, so yeah, that, that, that transpired and, and that was rough getting through, but got through it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
my uh, my contract was not extended past that season with Fort Lauderdale. You were like young twenties at that point. I want to say it was like 24, 23, okay. 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. twenty three, twenty four. Um, so I'm a free agent again yeah. at the uh, you know at the the next off season and uh, through social media actually follow a gentleman by the name of Carlos Bocanegra uh-huh. who in U.S. soccer uh, was Captain America. He um, in, an incredible career himself, but he was promoting on his social media a tryout uh-huh. or a training camp, I should say, at his indoor facility in Upland, California. Gotcha. Okay. And other end of the country. Other end of the country. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Other end of the country. So, so promoting. There was a couple pro scouts that they said, "Hey, yeah, yeah. you know, you'll you'll be seen by these people." Well, it was the best registration fee, ninety nine dollar registration fee, but then yeah. uh, rental car, flight. Right, accommodation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things are all out yeah, of pocket. Yeah. So, you can take, talk about taking a risk on yourself. Talk about that. Yeah, th- easily a thousand dollars. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Well, it was the best thing I could have done because yeah. I went out there and with I'd say about twenty five, thirty different guys, I was the one with professional experience. Yeah. So I stuck out. Stuck out. Yeah, I stuck out. Away. And uh, at that time, there was an LA Galaxy scout there, who he approached me and he said, "Listen, we're going to be fielding a." USL side, LA Galaxy 2. Mm-hmm. Um, would you be interested in not signing with the team then? Yeah. Would you be interested in coming back next week to do the invite-only tryout? Gotcha. So I said, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, of course. Yeah. So sitting on a flight, LAX on Sunday, go back to Orlando uh, that night. Yeah. I want to say by Wednesday or Thursday the next week, I'm back on another flight out there for this invite-only combine. Mm-hmm. So you can talk about another expense yeah. paid. Long story short, get through that that weekend. They say, um, "Look, we really like you. Um, mm-hmm. We want to, you know, uh, first team start in preseason next week. We want to we want to talk to Bruce Bruce yeah. Arena um, about you possibly being the fourth goalkeeper to come into preseason." And I'm just elated. So right. I said, yeah, "Okay, like, yes. um, what, what do you need me to? Because I'm flying home tonight. He's like, all right, just hey, Bruce will will yeah. call you. Yeah. Okay." All right, so uh, land in Orlando, get back to Melbourne, and uh, I want to say within an hour, Bruce called me, and he had said, you know, like to formally inter- uh, invite you to yeah. preseason, and this uh, something I'll never forget because I'm in the kitchen of my parents' house, yeah, uh, almost a year to the day of like this the the frost the tube coming out right. of my back, yeah, right. So you want to talk about lows to yeah, highs, like yeah, peaks yeah, and yeah. valleys so emotional because of what has transpired over a calendar year. Right. Right. And so we're crying. We're so happy. It's so crazy, excited. isn't it? It really, it really was. And you know, next, next day I'm on a flight back out to California. Yeah. So had, had the opportunity to train with the first team, the likes of Landon Donovan and Robbie Keane at the time who were there yeah. and, uh, earned a contract with, with galaxy two, um, was able to play about 25 games that season. Uh-huh. That was in 2014. Moved on from Galaxy 2 um, to Austin Aztecs. Gotcha. Played for Paul Dalglish uh-huh. over at Austin. Do you want to talk about U.S. soccer in a nutshell? They fold. Yeah. Austin Aztecs fold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, so we're back uh, back to square one, free agent yet again. And this is right around the time that, uh, that I get a call from a gentleman by the name of Jimmy Nielsen. Yeah. And Jimmy was the first ever coach here at the OKC Energy. And Jimmy is somebody professionally who if I had had half the success that he had as a player right. yeah, I would yeah. you know it, it would be fantastic he is 
you talk about as humble as they come, but has yeah. achieved so much. So as soon as he called me, there was not much of a negotiation. It right. was, it was, you know, he was the first coach to tell me how much he valued what I could bring. Gotcha. And that's all I needed to hear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that, um, confirmation from somebody like himself right. was something that I've never had before. And to hear it, hear him say, you know, your presence, right? Your ability to be a leader, yeah. all these qualities that you have is what we want here what at OKC. Need. Yeah, we need a figure that, say, you know that's going to come in and be that person. Say, say no more. Yeah. So, uh, so that that started my five year career with. Uh, he with sold the, you big time, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Barely had to. Yeah. But the fact that he did was like it, it meant the world. It, That's awesome. it meant the world. So to this day, he is he is somebody that I I I, I love dearly and and uh, somebody who is so genuine. Yeah. Such a genuine human being, mm-hmm. and you know him and his wife were the first ones to pick me up from the airport. Jeez, that doesn't happen now, doesn't does happen. it? Doesn't happen. Yeah. Right. So these things that that matter right. that people may just say, ah, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Send someone to go pick him up. Send somebody to go pick him up. Yeah. That matters. Yeah, it does. It, it, it goes it, a long way. It goes a long way. So, you know, I, I, I went into every game, um, cause he was, he look tactically, nothing's not, he's not pep, right? right. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't need to be. No, he doesn't. Right. He doesn't right. need to be. He knows who yeah. he is as a human Yeah. and he's able to get the best out of people. Mm-hmm. And that, and that at this level is, is, is a requirement. Yes. To get to be successful, you know, you need to know personalities. You need to know how they work with one another. Mm-hmm. And you, need to, you need to know the guy that you want to put. A, you need to put an arm around, and you need to know the guy that you need to kind of get into. You a need little to bit. scream at. Yes, yeah, to yeah. get the best out of them. Yeah, yeah. So he, you want to talk about the word culture that everybody throws right. around. Buzzwords. Buzzwords. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Buzzwords. Culture. That man personifies what it means to to build yeah, a yeah. team culture because he brings in players that not only work well with one another mm. but we'll run through a brick wall for him yeah so 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 yeah Jimmy gets you up here um, from Austin which really isn't that far considered you've right. gone from like Florida to California right. yeah, exactly. multiple times uh, and you get here and you start playing and I guess that was kind of early energy team and MTs on the team mm-hmm. right and the mm-hmm. guys now that we know and that I've been introduced to mm-hmm. and uh I mean, what do you think when you get up here? You just well, you, you were starting at that point as well, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Was that the first place you'd started at? That was the first time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's a huge deal too. You want to talk about yeah how long it takes from a goalkeeper perspective, yeah. right? That, I think that's a good point to hit on, is that I was a pro for eight years already. Yeah. Before I got the, they gave me the proverbial yeah. keys to the car, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I took that and ran with it. I didn't know anything about Oklahoma yeah. at all. Didn't know, you know, and it wasn't um, in a negative connotation. It's just uh, I was ignorant to it, just because yeah, I yeah. Ne- never had any experience, you know. Right. Um, just show up. Just show, yeah, yeah. Just showed up, and I said, "All right, let's see." Because the past two years, then when we played against them, when I played mm-hmm. against them for LA, and then again with Austin, yeah, yeah. you know, Jimmy and I had started building a rapport. Sure. Right. He would come after, uh, up to me after the game, you know, be very congratulatory of me, and, mm-hmm. and and hey, you know, hopefully one day we work together, you know. Yeah. So it was a little bit of a foreshadow. Did you ever have that before from anyone else? Any other coaching? Not really. No. Not really. Shows how much of a good dude he is. He's a great it? guy. Yeah. He, he is uh, the salt of the earth, yeah. and. Uh, you know, it's it's no no accident that he's had the no surprise that he's had the success that he has mm-hmm. as a player, and that he will continue to have as a coach. It's just yeah. when that next opportunity comes, what it looks like, who knows? Yeah. Um, so yeah, come here and and uh, you know, first and foremost, care most about on field performance. Sure. Right. Secondly, I kind of look at it as all right. 
Um, I've enjoyed getting into the community and building relationships within the community with other stops that I've made, mm-hmm. you know, Puerto Rico, LA, not so, not as much cause LA was, you know, uh, they, they had the first team, right, they had, they, yeah. they were the commercial, you yeah. know, uh, pulls, if you will, for, 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 for people to go yeah. want to go see. Um, but Austin for sure, you know, getting into the community, I think that's important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I did that with, with the energy. I, t- yeah. I think, um, I think there's a responsibility that players have, um, you know, uh, f- for themselves, yeah. right? To because we are in the entertainment business, to let people in and sh- and show people what you're about, mm-hmm. um, and be genuine with it, yeah. And and, and be genuine and and and, and uh, um, be available, available right. with your time, not just on the field, not just to high five and you know take yeah, give art- yeah. autographs and pictures after a match but to go out to uh just you know, hang out just to hang out yeah. go get lunch with people yeah um you know humanize them, themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, yourself uh to and and endear yourself to to people that spend their money mm-hmm. to come and support you yeah right and it seems like over the years the energy's got better and better at doing yes. that yes right absolutely you know, like they're out there and you've got the soccer courts now out there yes. and everything like it's it's becoming a bit of a movement after you know every year it just compounds and it gets better and better. Hundred percent, one hundred percent. And I think uh, I think they they they've done their research and they see where the sport is going in the U.S. Mm. and that is, yeah, you know, the upward trajectory uh, of soccer in the U.S. Because what what is America? America is a melting pot mm. uh, of religion, of culture, of everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and and what is the through line, athletically, mm-hmm. soccer. Yeah. Soccer, so I mean, worldwide wo- sport. Worldwide right. sport, right? Yeah. I mean, th- I, I think I saw there was a there's a graphic the other day about the difference between viewership in the Super Bowl and World Cup, and mm-hmm. it's you know yeah. what we look at it, the, the 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 World Series or yeah. the you know the, the the World Championship of the uh, Super Bowl yeah. pales in comparison yeah. to what it is right what what, the, what a World Cup final viewership yeah, is, yeah. you know so. They have done, uh, Oklahoma City Energy have done a fantastic job of getting into the community, having the players um, be uh, be great spokes, or, or allowing the players to be great spokes, yeah. spokesmen for not only themselves, but for the franchise, mm-hmm. right? And they, they've made a massive investment in the sport, and hopefully, uh, you know, for many, many years to come, uh, they can reap the benefit of of said investment right. yeah yeah no doubt so so five years at the energy yeah. um you know had some great times yes some 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 great i mean like penalty shootouts to, yes. to get you know like that's why i'm going back for what, three or four years and you got finals and winning yep. and, and playing against tulsa and the yep. ranch and all just all these awesome memories uh you know sadly it comes to an end yes like all good things have to um and you're transitioning into a new role um and you know this is last. I mean, within the last twelve months, it's been a huge time for you, right? You, yes. You, you married now to a beautiful wife, Allie. Thank you. Yes. Uh, you have two awesome dogs. Thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah. One and now another, partial. right? <laughs> partial. Uh, how, you know, and, and, I mean, to that bought point, a house. How you bought a house? Oh, yeah. how, how is the new pup? How is oh, the new pup settling in? She's uh, she's a terror so far, <laughs> but we love it. We love it. I mean, Leonard, our older one. I don't yeah. know how much he's lo- he's enjoying it, but He'll she's full, full, full of energy, and they love each other. And, yeah, you know, it's it, it is uh, it's pretty fun so far. Yeah, it's pretty. So fun. so like I said, you, you know, you get married, you buy a house. I mean, just all this life change is mm-hmm. happening, and then you know you you get to the point. They're all this happening before, I guess. You know, you you know that yeah. you're not playing again. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and now you're transitioning into into the agency role. Correct. Tell me a little bit about that. Tell me about that decision. Yes. You know, just time of life that, that took you down that road. Of course. Yeah. So I I firmly believe, and I know I know physically, I could have played a couple more years. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, the energy did not pick up my option. Um, and then subsequently, the offers that I received from other teams just were not worth it to to pick up and relocate, yeah. right? And, and a family now. Correct, yeah. Desta- destabilize, yeah. right? I don't think any success comes from uh, a destabilized home life. Sure. You know, and, um, and I made the decision along with my wife after talking that the time is right to uh, positively affect the next generation of player. Gotcha. Because there is a lot of misinformation out there. There is a lot of uh, over-promising and under-delivering when it yeah. comes to agents, right? They're, they'll say, hey, Mike, I'm going to yeah. take you to Barcelona. And, and then all of a sudden, what happened to you Barcelona? You land in Barcelona. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going four on, hours yeah, to Yes, to exactly. exactly. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of that. Right. I, 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 I take the opposite approach. Yeah. Um, I speak with players. Listen, I'm not a miracle worker, right? I, ha- I do have a good network of coaches and, and former teammates who are now coaches and, yeah. You know, people that work in the front office that that I that right. trust me, but again, I am not going to promise anything. So under promise, but over deliver. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, along with not only the players that I've met within the USL, but internationally. Yeah. So with representing Puerto Rico, I, I firmly believe in the Caribbean-based player. Right. Uh, and and now I think the the talent is there. Now, can I be the bridge to create that opportunity? Right. Yeah. yeah bring um, that here. You know, and a, and a positive, like we were talking before we went on air. Um, you know, with Puerto Rico being a Commonwealth of the United States, they do not count as international players, yeah. which is a massive feather in their cap, if you will. Sure. Um, for for employment purposes. Yeah. So because because the league limits teams to on, I think seven. Yeah, international per, per roster, and, and yeah. each team is very protective over. Over those right. th- those spots, those roster spots, so so yeah, I, I think it's the logical next step. I was a part, and I've had to recently, obviously, step away because of the conflict of interest that yeah. that is with the USL Players Association. Gotcha. That was an undertaking that I've wanted to be a part of forever, in standard standardizing uh, you know contractual agreements. Uh-huh. For players in the U in the USL, because yeah. the reality is, you have you could share a locker room with a guy who's on six figures, mm. and you could share a locker room with a guy who's on a zero dollar contract. Yeah. To this day, yeah. it happens. Uh, it ha- and I firmly believe that uh, if you are good enough to be, uh, you know, in a locker room, yeah, yeah. you're good enough to be compensated for it. Right. For right? sure. And I and I think uh, I think. Uh, without getting too dramatic, I think there are there have been times where players have been on trial for mm-hmm. all year. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's 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 called exploitation of labor, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that is that is not oh we're just going to give you an opportunity. It's not an extended. That's not an extended. Yeah, yeah that's, no, that's I mean, exp- you're being used. You're being used. Yeah, you're, you, let's call it like it is. You're being used yeah. for numbers in terms of like if you know whatever drill they're doing it yeah. during the set, right? But. The, 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 and yes, the argument would be, well, they're doing it on their own volition, right? Yeah. But they're taking, they're, they're taking a risk on themselves. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So who has their back? Nobody has their back. No one, yeah, no yeah. one has their back. So uh, not, not, not looking at this as a savior uh, point of view, but looking at it as, okay, how can I positively affect mm-hmm. the next generation? Yeah. 
So this undertaking with the, the Players Association ha started in 2018. Gotcha. And to this day, we're still waiting on you know final yeah, agreement yeah. with a collective bargaining agreement. Yeah, because I mean, to, to that point, you went through a huge, I mean, it was big, big news and hard to deal with, I'm sure, for the players during the, the pandemic, right? Because you, you have no exactly. games and teams are making money, Correct. which means players, they're like, I got no money to pay you. Correct. Uh, and I know just through mutual friends, you know, and us, and just yeah. speaking to the guys that like it was a big deal to sign the new contracts, right? Because there was now a clause in the new contracts. Correct. Correct. If you can't fill a stadium, are you are it, we still getting paid? Right. Like, all these right. answers. And 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 that's something that uh, if there wasn't the PA yeah. in between, it could have been a lot worse. Right. Yeah. Because they because the decision makers have always always acted unilaterally, mm -hmm. right? And and the fact that we, again, not pat myself on the back because it was myself and 10 other guys, sure. right? Plus le lawyers. Yeah. Uh, it was something that you kind of see some true colors a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and understanding that everybody's suffering, everybody's struggling, right? right. Some struggle more mm -hmm. than, than others. Um, and we want to work together, but at the same time, some of the things that they were asking were, uh, nothing short of draconian. Yeah, uh, um, you know. So yeah. I'm not afraid. Not not afraid to say that. That was yeah. it was some sleepless nights last last year, and trying to keep everybody up to date and educated, right? right? And and not have hearsay. Not ha have I uh, heard it through the yeah. grapevine? I, I, there's a rumor. No, we want right. to dispel any rumors. Yeah. We want the facts. Give us the facts. Yeah. Let the players understand that you know you know this is how we we are going to operate. Right. We're, we're not going to bring anything to the player pool that we don't feel is in their best interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll go we'll move forward accordingly, but the need to stay collective. Yeah. Right? Because the strength was in our numbers. Right, because I'm sure there's so many clubs. I mean, obviously the energy is close mm -hmm. to us and that's one that's close to you, but so many over the years and people that are listening might be at or talking about or fans of. There's all these differences, right? And the biggest issue is is there's no relationship between players and ownership. Correct. Right? Like, it seems right. like you guys at Oakland, you know, the energy, just from what I hear, have a great relationship. You yes. know, you're off hanging out at their houses. Yes. They're having you guys out. Some, I mean, you got, is it Tim's son plays in the league Correct. now? You know, so he's like, Correct. The, you know, it's nice to know that there's like, yes. there can be a conversation had Absolutely. across the table Absolutely. rather than like via email and everyone's like exactly. yelling at each other through it, email. Yeah, you know? and, and we have... Uh, I still say we because I'm yeah. That's how much I care about them. Um, the ownership at the Energy have been nothing short of fantastic. Mm. They are uh, they're great great people. Bob, Tim, and Donna. Um, they have they have been nothing but kind to me, kind yeah. to my family. Um, they have you know best interest in mind uh, of the players. Uh, unfortunately, there are clubs throughout this league that don't. Right. That don't. Yeah. Um, it's strictly business. Strictly, for them. strictly yeah. business, right? And uh, it's 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 unfortunate a little bit because the, there's this perception that or, or this perspective that's shared amongst a lot of teams throughout the league that players are irreplaceable. Mm -hmm. And while turnover is inevitable, right? When you have players who, uh, I guess you would say, the best way to summarize this would be the grass isn't always greener, right? Because yeah. they're always looking to devalue a player. They're always, yeah, but, yeah, gotcha. he can't do this, he can't do, yeah, but what can he do? Right. What, what can he, he do? What is table? he bringing to yeah, the yeah, table, yeah. right? Um, so th that perspective where clubs kind of feel, oh, we'll just get another guy in. Yeah, yeah. It's not always the case. Right and and I I hope I hope that mindset of uh, uh, just next guy up. Yeah. Um, now listen, you have to perform. 
first, you know, first and foremost. Right. But if you're performing and okay, you're set to make another five hundred dollars a month next year, but they want to get rid of you because they want to save that money. I think that's such a short-sighted yeah. mindset to have. Yeah. If you want to build something, right, you need a core group of players. And yeah. a good example of what's go- what's going on with this mindset is the Phoenixes of the world, the Tampas mm-hmm. of the world, the Louisvilles of the world, places that pay, yeah. that also have a core, a core group of guys who can create that word culture. Culture, yeah, yeah. That culture. Because yeah. in this league, it is so important. And when you have a revolving door of yeah, players year yeah. in and year out, you can t- you can have all the buzzwords that you want, right? Yeah. You know, together, family, culture. Yeah. But if no one's bought in, all the teams split anything. up into different groups. Exactly. Because, like, I mean, I, you know, knowing a little bit about it, it and last year's performance and the year before, it seems like, you know, you guys didn't do as well as you had previously. Right. And also, like, you kind of look at the team and you're like, there's something not right here, right? There's right. like a little groups and yes. you know there's there's buy in from a few but then also if you know it doesn't have to be the energy but if you have you have a group of, you have a team you have a group of guys and it's split into three groups and one of them's really bought in and the other two just like eh whatever they're, they're like here cuz yeah yeah you're wasting your time 100% you? uh, and also to the point of getting rid of someone right if someone on the team is and we spoke earlier about highlight reels right no one's highlight reels ever back exactly exactly but if you put two guys against each other they're equally as good on the highlight reel but one of them like raises the team because he's vocal in the, in right. the in the uh, Another room. attribute. Yeah, you don't see that in highlight reel. Correct. So you have to rely on correct the you know the word right exactly and getting that out there exactly so. yeah it's uh it, it that the, the locker room the the um, camaraderie right the the intangibles mm-hmm. okay everybody everybody you know can kick a ball everybody's talented at this yeah. level but it's the intangibles what else do you bring to a franchise mm-hmm. right do you bring leadership do you bring a presence do you bring a voice in the locker room that is not authoritarian right. but is uh, is one that is going to bring people together and bring, yeah. bring people together through hard work, dedication, focus, all those things that yeah. are that are necessary for success. Yeah. So, I mean, all the experiences you've been through, I guess, last few years have yeah. really kind of geared you into, you know, the agency world, right? Yeah. Was and it something that was kind of on the, on like, before you even thought about retiring, was it like, oh, I, I, I could do that one day? I've been, I've been picking the brain, brains of a few different agents for about yeah. five years now. Um, periodically, hey, yeah. you know, how do you deal with this? Some big agents that have, you know, U.S. national team players sure. that work in the commercial side as well. All that stuff is fascinating to me mm-hmm. because I, I, I like, uh, I, I do genuinely like interacting with people. Mm-hmm. And I like the opportunity to play a role in somebody's achievement of, sure. of goals, of yeah, dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just, I find people fascinating. Yeah. I find, you know, and, and, and football being the, the, the tool, um, but it is, it's a, it, it's a, it's a tool that is a worldwide one. And, uh-huh. and the people that come a, and play this sport, the people that, you know, are willing to bet on themselves are a, they're a rare group of human beings and they're ones that I want to be a part of. Yeah. So. I'm trying to pull up on the laptop. Who's the guy from Edmund who's just made the U.S. national team and plays in the U.K. now? Oh, Daryl. Daryl I remember, I remember yep. seeing Daryl. I was at an energy game. I remember seeing him walking around a few years yep. ago, and I guess he was just invited in. And I'm like, who's that guy? He's like a linebacker uh, player. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember one of the guys was like, oh, I mean, he's he's good, but right now he needs to develop because right. like he had the athleticism, but he yes. didn't have the finesse, the touch, yeah, right. right? Yeah, yeah. And then, if you know, it didn't see him, ever, didn't see him for a long time, yep. and then... Boom, he's playing for the U.S. national team. Yes. I was like, 
yeah. then he gets the condo and he's in the UK. I'm exactly. Like, this is amazing. What is going on right, right? now? And yeah. I guess you have stories like that, yes. you know, that make, that make you want to do what you do, right? Because you, you're exactly. around the agent, you're around the growth of this kid, uh, who's a man now. Right. Uh, and, you know, you see that just that's one example of, of a dream that a kid has had and, and you have a part in that as an he's, agent. He's, yes. He's a good example of somebody who's, you know, preparation met opportunity. Mm. You know, uh, he, he had a good college career, very good college career, and then obviously came into a situation with Orlando um, that you have really no choice but to get mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Right? When, you're in a, when you're in an environment day in and day out of just strictly competitors with their head coach, Oscar yeah. Pereja, the, the little that I know of Oscar when he used to coach at FC Dallas, I mean, that guy doesn't mess around. Ruthless. Ruthless. Yeah. And, and Sink or swim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And but that's that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. You learn on you, your feet you're and you improve yeah, yeah, quickly. Yep. yep. Uh, so I, I would this is this is going off of an assumption. I would assume he you know, made has made great strides. Yeah. You know, and then and and then uh, getting an opportunity to go abroad and He's been he's been crushing it so far. Champions, so yeah, champions division, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So really looking forward to following him. Mm-hmm. You know his career. You know, you know I'm a fan of his. He would he would train with us. Uh, yeah. A couple, two two years ago. Yeah, about two years yeah. ago. He was he was training with us. Crazy. You know it? it's wild. He's a U23 player. Yeah. And look at him now. So to know that's possible is great. Especially exactly. I mean obviously being an agent you 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 know your your reach is worldwide. Yes. It's nice to know that you're based here and you have people like that to pull from as well as exactly. Puerto Rico influence and exactly. and just people from over there. I don't think we touched on this but like how did you how do you get the opportunity to play for Puerto Rico? Mm. Like when does that come up? So that came up seeing as it's a commonwealth of the United States. Okay. Um I am not Puerto Rican by heritage. Gotcha. Uh I simply lived there long enough. Sure. Uh, which I believe right now the requirement is two years. I lived there three years. Yeah, yeah okay, makes sense. Uh, and I'm able to represent there as long as you prove, you know, whether it be a W two yeah. or right. uh, some sort of paperwork showing, you know, your rent agreement, rental gotcha. agreement, um, that you live there. Yeah, um, you're able to represent their national team, and you don't have to um, forfeit your U.S. passport. Yeah. So, so you just I guess that had your last game. Yes. What, last week. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. 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 yeah How's that experience? Oh, it was great. It was great, and I because uh, I guess for the end you hadn't really had a sign off yet. Yeah, energy, right? I mean, I, I guess kind of the hundredth game that was here yeah. that we played against Austin. I, I kind of uh, I, I guess that was, but the, like people didn't know. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So uh, we played against Trinidad and Tobago. We lo- or lost. We tied one-one. Uh, we lost to St. Kitts uh-huh. a couple games prior, a couple days prior. Um, and I just feel, uh, you know, there are two more games in June. Yeah. But I do feel that uh, if I'm not training and if I'm not playing regularly, I'm, one, not going to put myself in a situation where right. I can't show my best. And two, I'm not going to take a roster spot take from somebody spot. Yeah. who has been. Yeah. Right? So all things considered. And, and, and right now, the, the, the amount of phone calls, the amount of emails, the amount of uh, conversation around the players that are currently in mm-hmm. need of new homes has kept me very, very busy. Yeah. Right? So, That's awesome. Which is a great thing. There's I, nothing I, worse than taking a new job and, and being, then saying, like, okay, struggling and so, bored you know, and twirling your thumbs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it, this has kept me very, very busy. It's it's uh, it's picking up a little bit. I was able to complete my first deal last week. Awesome. Um, thank you. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully more to come uh, over the next couple you know, weeks to months. Damn. You know, as the season kicks off and then teams inevitably, uh, you know, are either unhappy with their options or yeah, yeah. have to look for new options because, uh, you know, a player maybe unfortunately got hurt or yeah. something like that. So, 
Yeah, Gosh, mate, that's awesome. That's uh, that's good, right? Yeah. And I mean, I can It's kind of not the same as real estate, but when I got into real estate world, I was like, this is tough, right? Like, yeah. there's nothing worse than trying to find players, contracts, right. houses, whatever it is, right. like, and and doing those deals, right? Because it's, I'm sure you get a little base salary, but it's not. You want to go and you want to work, right? Correct. You want to get and Correct. get into it. So, closing the first deal, I'm sure that was. It was really cool. That was really. Cool it was moment. really cool. I was. Uh, Oh man, I was like making sure the email sent. I was like, yeah. text eight, you had to get the email, just making sure, you know, yeah, just making sure yeah. everything looks good. All right, everything's good. All right, cool, cool. So, but it, is but that it player was, a US player or are they a. US player, but he's a national team teammate of mine. Gotcha. Uh, over in Memphis. Yeah. You know, and uh, was able to kind of say, hey, yeah. you know, you know what you're going to get with this guy. Right, it's not a, it's it, you know, it's not a blind signing. Right. Right. Yeah. Nothing worse than that. Exactly. So to, you know, for peace of mind is a big thing here. Yeah. So, doing the sell job as much as I could to 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 the decision makers at the club, yeah. saying, "Listen, you know, this guy is going to give you this production, right? This is not an open tryout right. player where you just flipping a coin. So yeah. What happens? Uh, on and number two, he brings you an international presence that mm. you can promote. Yeah, yeah that yeah, these yeah. teams yeah. that these teams can promote. Right, right, and uh, that's important. Mm. That that's important. That teams can can then say, oh, you know, we have a player that's that's leaving on international duty. Yeah, that's right? a big deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah, it's a huge deal. And and clubs, I think, uh, would do themselves a massive service. I know the energy have done it. Fantastic, yeah. uh-huh. but they they would do themselves a fantastic service of. Um, you know, promoting players like that, yeah, and, yeah. Beca- and building the excitement around. Oh man, I want to go see this guy yeah. play because he's a Puerto Rico international, or he's a yeah. he's a Trinidad and Tobago international. You know, something like that. That's awesome. Um, it, it, it's kind of common sense, but. Right, yeah. <laughs> you'd think. Yeah, you'd think. <laughs> That's part of the new yeah. job, yeah. now, isn't it? It's I mean, I'm educating. Uh, another people. another example is Chicago, right? You look yeah. at ge- geographically, Eastern Bloc Europeans. Uh-huh. There's a massive, uh, you know, Polish community, massive yeah. Serbian community. Okay, I got a Serbian American player who's looking to, yeah. to play. Look, this is, could be twofold. Obviously, taking care of business on in. the field, yeah. but he's gonna bring. He's gonna put some butts in the seats. Yeah. So has his own little following for exactly. sure. Exactly. Yeah, no doubt. Well, mate, this has been an absolute pleasure. It's yes. good to catch up. It's been, I mean, a couple of years, which is mad to think that you, you know, episode four of the podcast, yes. and, and you know, we're in the three hundreds now. But wish you all the success for Thanks, the, for, you know, for the future, and and you and Ali, I'm sure, are gonna have a great time. Ali just got a new job too. I she did. See that. Yes. She Congrats did. for yes. that. Uh, the you. dogs are gonna be thrilled. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And yeah, mate, for everyone listening, uh, I'll post Cody's you know Instagram down below. You yes. can follow him uh, as well as you have an agency one too, right? Correct, yeah. So I'll post both of those down in the description. People can come follow you. And yeah, for everyone listening, we'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling an Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at oklahomahof. Also, huge shout out to RCB Bank for jumping on board to be a sponsor. RCB Bank's loan promotion is here for a limited time. Head into any of their 40 Oklahoma locations to get as low as 1.79 APR on your next car, boat, camper, or ATV. Apply online at rcbbank.com. RCB Bank, that's my bank. Rate and finance with approved credit. Restrictions apply and member FDIC. Huge shout out to my sponsors. Uh, Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.